Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, here I am. Thank you for uh, being there as well. This is the Food Show. Unite, uh, unique, excuse me, unique. Did I really say that? Uh, Unique in uh, in the... annals of radio i mean there's never been a radio show like this i'm not uh, claiming for anything about its goodness and its talent or anything like that it's just that we've been around for a long time and uh, nobody else in the country has ever seen fit to have a program that's only about eating about restaurants cooking wine all of those things that we do all the time we always love them and uh, yet we just treat them like uh, nothing Unless you listen to our program, in which case you know that we're into the whole scene of it all. Our telephone number is 260-1870. We'd love to hear from you about anything you have ever had in your entire life that you thought was delicious or was not very good. Uh, And if you're looking for a restaurant to uh, go to for some special occasion, we just had a whole bunch of those, at least uh, my family did. Uh, let's see, it was my birthday first, and then a couple of days later it was our anniversary, and then a couple of days after that it was Valentine's Day. And, of course, you have to go to all all of those that uh, turn up in the day of a normal person. Uh, but uh, maybe that's it. No one has ever accused me of being too normal. Okay, well, I'll remember that and see where we can go with it. The phone number is 260 260- One eight seventy, and anything at all on your mind about the food scene, we'll uh, talk about it. In fact, you don't even need something to go on the air with. Call me, without even having a a question or a a comment in your mind, and once we establish that you're there, I'll show you that how easy it is to start a conversation with a completely strange uh, person. Uh, and that's uh, that's what I like to do. Would, uh, I, I love meeting people in supermarkets and restaurants and stuff. They, uh, I'm flattered by the fact that anybody would want to talk to me more than get out of my way. You know, uh, let's see who is there. I'm sorry. I, yeah, Bob. Bob, welcome to the food show. Tom. Hi there. This is Bob. How you doing? Great. Nice to hear from you. Yeah, I, I really enjoy your program and listened to it for many years. Um, I, I did currently. I, I had a question though for quite some time, and I haven't. Um, we've sort of gotten on this organic kick, and I was just wondering if there was any restaurants that had wild caught fish and shrimp, and and had the grass fed beef, and mm-hmm. you know the organic vegetables and fruits. Um, uh, I, and it seems like I don't know, Tom. It seems like, I know it costs more. I, I would uh, the ingredient. I, I was just wondering though if there was anyone that you know had a restaurant yeah. or so that used well, you know the products that don't have the yeah. disinfectants no, I, I, and, I, I know and only the high too well. fructose corn syrup. Yeah, well, I mean, all you need to do is look at the label to know when that's in force. But like, I, I'll tell you what uh, what I know about it. My wife is a real stickler on that stuff. 
and she uh, one of the things she loves to eat is grilled salmon. But she won't get it until she asks the waiter to go back in the kitchen and check to find out whether it's wild-caught or whether it is farm-raised. And if it's farm-raised, forget about it. And she does that everywhere we go, and it's completely unpredictable, but there are lots and lots of restaurants that do that. They tend to be at the high end of the spectrum because, as you noted, it is more expensive to put that out. It's, it's uh, more expensive to grow. It's more expensive to deliver because you have a short shelf life on it most of the time. And very little of that finds its way into cans or frozen uh, anything. So uh, that's, that explains that. Uh, but if you, if you look around, uh, give you one example right off the top of my head, Commander's Palace. Almost everything they do is farm-raised. It uh, it's, uh, has all of the uh, criterion that criteria rather that uh, that you were specifying there uh fresh well, no you time. mean wild caught huh not farm uh, raised wild caught uh, you wild, mean not farm raised huh you not don't farm, want raised, farm raised but wild caught yeah i'm i'm always right, like like, right. like for example just for taste reasons and you know there's a lot in common between the health uh kind of eaters and the people who like really really good food it tends to be the same food so you go to a place like, uh, oh, like Brightson's. This is not a big fancy restaurant. It's not expensive, but that's what he gets. He gets uh, uh, all of that stuff. He he buys it from the best sources, and uh, it comes out great. Uh, so it's something uh, that you you find out by first of all, you know, calling somebody like me, or or reading reviews. Uh, oftentimes mm-hmm. that information will be in there. Or a call. You know, when you call to make your reservation, uh, you ask them things like yeah, that. No, yeah, I was just wondering, and, and I could go on the Internet, the website, and find restaurants. Yeah, there's probably, plenty but of I was them. just wondering your opinion. And, no, the fish sometimes is not a problem in the shrimp. Those are yeah. not – you can usually find that. But what it is, Tom, it's the grass-fed beef. And yeah. like the the organic vegetables that have all the pesticides yeah. in them, particularly corn, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm telling you, you can. Uh, I guarantee you that if you look, you will find on that. And uh, but it's it is something that there are not many restaurants for it because the demand isn't as high. Most people are okay with eating the farm raised catfish, for example. Uh, I know of too many other places that do have the wild-caught catfish, and that's where I go. And over over time, uh, that's what it's going to be more and more and more. All right, Phyllis is over here on the green phone. Phyllis, welcome to the food show. Hello, Tom. I listen to your show very often. But But you don't anymore? Well, I don't know what station to get you on during the week. All right, I'm on 105.3 FM HD2. The HD2 is the part that might be a little hard. You need a, you need something to, to hear it with. A computer, an HD radio, you can get, they're what, not expensive. What about on your car radio? So you go to 105 FM? 105.3, 105.3 FM, and then you have to make an adjustment there, and if you read the owner's manual, it'll tell you how to do it. Almost all automobile radios are made to take hd radio so and if you can't find it go to the dealer and say how do i get hd radio on this all right i'm gonna do that because i listened to your show for years 
Oh, I mean, well, I remember it, before it you were. It takes that long to do it, too, sometimes. Years. I remember before you were married. Do you? That is ancient And your history. wife got you the job at the station. That's right. That she true? did. She hired me. And how long are you married now? 30 years as of this week. 30. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I remember hearing your time. story about what you did for your senior prom. You, oh, boy. I don't. Let's not bore everybody with that one. That's a long no, story. No, I'm not. But I'm just going to say that's how long ago I yeah. have tuned you in well, and enjoyed uh, th- your show. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, well, All right. I, I really appreciate it, and thank you for calling. And if you ever had, want to know anything or you got anything to tell, call me. Uh, but nice hearing from you. Uh, who's next? I'm sorry. Joseph? Did I hear that right? No. Say it again. Hello? Go. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Joe. I need your help, Tom. I need your help, Tom. I, I need your, your business. Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm waiting. Okay. Um, I'm making a... Mock turtle soup. I had the I had the Andre's uh, cookbook that you made, but I can't find it. No. And uh, I forgot you use veal. You had grind it up. How are we going to do that? Yeah, uh, you you usually cook it first and get a stock out of it, and then you shred it up like uh, debris. You know how beef roast beef debris. That's that's about okay, well, the texture you want. Okay. What kind of veal am I Huh? What kind of veal I need to use? Oh uh, well, shank would be good. That's not all that expensive. You can ju- you can okay. start off. In fact, you can get two dishes out of that. You can get the turtle soup, okay. and you can also get uh, some asabuco out of the same cut of meat. And it also, okay. after you cook it uh, low and slow, or boil it, or even steam it, it starts okay. falling apart. And when when it starts falling apart, that's when You've got your sauce over here, and that's going to give the body to it. And then you have the shredded veal that is going to, you know, make it meaty. Uh, turtle meat okay. is very hard to come by. You might find, like, a Dorinax might well have it. Uh, I, I think they do have it. Uh, I think they do have it most of the time, but it's not really? you know, any supermarket. And then you uh, find any recipe for uh, turtle soup, and then just substitute out the uh, veal for the turtle meat and then there you are okay. if you it, it should be in darn near every new orleans cookbook around don't okay. get it from a cookbook from somewhere else though don't get one from new york or chicago and the reason for that is that in those parts of the world and also everywhere in europe what i'm about to tell you is true if you ask for turtle soup you're going to get this clear soup that is almost like a, a consomme. And as you know, New Orleans turtle soup is nothing like that at all. So if you, if you think that's what it might be, don't use that recipe. Okay. Uh, I have one on my website. If you go to nomenu.com and click on recipes, and if you have a little bit of patience with it, you'll find it easily enough. But that's a pretty good recipe. I got it originally from uh, uh, Willie Maley, who owned the restaurant Maley's. I don't know if you remember that, but that's a long time ago. That place, they were uh, two generations, and they opened in 1875. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were still, it was the second generation was still around when, uh, when it all shut down in 1990. 
Anyway, so that that's what I would recommend to you. And if you need some help, call me again. We're always here every day. We will return with more of the Food Show in a moment. But first, please, this. Welcome back. You are listening to the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. I'm uh, Mr. Food. Well, you know, I used to call myself that, but then I stopped almost immediately because it was somebody else who was using that somewhere else doing a TV show. Yeah, well. Uh, let's see. Joining us over here is Mary on the green phone. Mary, welcome. Hello. Um, my, my daughter bought them frozen, um, wait a minute, a lobster uh, claws. And uh-huh. um, she said that she, she wasn't sure how to cook it, but I, she said uh, she's going to steam it. Does that sound right to you? Oh, yeah. Steaming is the best way to do lobster. No doubt about it. Now, uh, I would it's thaw it out been cooked first, because though. It's frozen. I'm sure it's cooked because it's frozen. Yeah, well, that, that's, well, not necessarily. Oh. Uh, no, not necessarily. Uh, but I would I would definitely thaw it out first. Oh, and then, thaw it out uh, first. Yeah, I would thaw it out first. Because if you don't, you're going to have uh, this part will be cold and this part will be hot and it will be cooked unevenly. Oh, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Just uh, uh, if, you, if you have the ability to steam it, steam it is the best way to do lobster. So uh, just put it in there. And walk away and watch some TV for a couple of minutes and then uh, come back. And uh, you can tell it's ready to go when you stick a, like a fork or, or a, a, a skewer, a metal skewer would be good too. And put it in there, let it hold for a second, and then pick it up and touch your lips to it. Uh, it, it, it won't burn you. It doesn't get that hot. And if yeah. it feels warm, you're done. Take it out and eat it. Yeah, the, the, um, thaw it out first. I, I don't, she didn't yeah. say that. So no, I'll definitely, that. I definitely thaw it out. I'll tell her that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank you a lot. Thank you. Thanks for calling. John joins us over here on the blue phone. Hi, Tom. Hi uh, there. Come on we in. We got the reservations at uh, Bruce Yard Bruce this afternoon and uh, for dinner. And uh, some of us have never eaten there, so... I was wondering if you could recommend some appetizer, entrees, or and uh, maybe even a dessert. Okay. You know, I can do that, and uh, the best way to do it is if I could pull their menu in front of me. It is a classic New Orleans old-style Creole menu. So you're going to go in there, and you're going to find shrimp remoulade. You're going to find oysters Rockefeller and oysters Bienville. Uh, there'll be turtle soup. There'll be a good gumbo. There'll be a, a really good, really good. This is something they do very well. Is there a soup du jour, whatever that may be, on any given day? Uh, they have a wonderful pork chop. They have a wonderful uh, a duck dish. I can't remember how they do it, but I remember having a good duck there once. And uh, it's a beautiful restaurant. That's the nicest thing about it. It's uh, especially... Once it gets a little bit warmer, going out and eating on their courtyard. Their courtyard is just stunningly beautiful, and it's also the biggest courtyard of any restaurant in the French Quarter, which is saying something. So uh, you'll have a nice time there. Uh, That's a a place I've always loved going to. All right? Okay, thank you, Tom. Does that help? Okay, good. Thank you. It's It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. Our program today is sponsored by New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. The New Orleans Hamburger Company opened up back in the 1980s, and what it looked like was a fast food place, just from a distance anyway. 
once you got close to it and once you started looking at the menu, you realize that this is a, a step or two or maybe three or maybe four steps up from the hamburgers that you have been eating all your life, especially from those that uh, tend to be bought on places on the highway, which is where they usually are. And if you go there expecting that, you'll really be happy because it is much, much different from that. It, this is a, a well-made hamburger because all of the elements of it, uh, uh, they pay a lot of attention to everything, even down to the bun. I have, I have a real problem with hamburgers because I think hamburger buns, with almost no exceptions, are terrible. They're just awful all the time, and uh, they've got that figured out. They also uh, do a really nice job uh, with uh, the, the garnishes they put on the burger. You can get it a whole bunch of different ways. They have these little French fries. They're hard to explain, but they're really great because they drizzle some uh, garlic butter over them, and it's, it's wonderful. In recent times, they have redone their cooking methods. They're using a much hotter grill than they used to have. And I think what comes out of this is a much better hamburger than most of us eat very often. Anyway, it's certainly a lot better than the fast food places. And But it, even that is underestimating it. It's New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company with about a dozen locations around the New Orleans area. They're open every day, seven days a week. And we'll be back with more of the food show after we check in and get an update on the news from CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Welcome back. This is the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. There's no other program like this anywhere in America. I'm just bragging about it. I, it's, it has nothing to do with me. It's And it, it does have a lot to do with our callers and also... Our city is where it's all coming from. Uh, let's see. Who do I have over here? It's uh, R- uh, Eric. Welcome to the food show. Hey, Eric, you there? Yes. Good afternoon. Hi. Come, <clears throat> Hi, come on in. Let's see. Hey, um, my wife and I went to a Thai restaurant in Mandeville for Valentine's Day, and I'm mm-hmm. not a big Thai connoisseur. As a matter of fact, I've never had it before. Oh, But before I say the restaurant, I just want to ask a few questions, if that's okay. Sure. Go right ahead. How how close is it supposed to be to Chinese food? Uh, Because it seemed to me to be a cousin, meaning fried rice, noodles, et cetera. Yeah, but but different. Uh, Yes yes and no. It's uh, all the Asian cuisines pretty much come out of Chinese food to begin with. Okay. Uh, so you have that, and as Western influences came in, and also as Western people who had been to uh, all over the Far East, uh, they have a way of bringing it back to America, too. And here in America, it gets worked over, and then it goes back to the home country, and then they say, wow, this is a good idea. And then, and it just constantly is changing. But, yeah, I mean, uh, Asian cuisines in general, uh, they're all growing the same uh Crops, they're getting the same fish. They're getting the same animals to, to, to eat. I didn't want to shortchange yeah. us with a first good experience. And, you know, I don't know whether I did or I didn't, but we enjoyed it. It was good. It was a, it was not extremely busy, but it was a lot yeah. of takeout, if that means a lot, you know. Yeah. Asian restaurants, that's a current trend. Uh, most of them do, in, in most cases, a majority of their business from takeout these days which is not a trend that I would consider to be a good trend, but what do I know? So uh, you liked it or you didn't like it? Where'd he go? 
he went away. Oh, well, I guess I went too uh, long-winded on that one. 260-1870 is our telephone number. We talk about food. We talk about restaurants. Anything at all. Alan, you say? Did I hear? No, say it again. Alan, welcome to the food show. Thank you. Tom, could you suggest a few, uh, like patio dining, a few restaurants that that would have some nice patios and, and of course, good food? Yeah. Uh, Well, there are uh, a surprisingly small number of those, uh, believe it or not. We we think of ourselves as a city where surely there's lots of them. Well, we don't have lots of them. Uh, the uh, Court of Two Sisters is famous. Their food's pretty good. It's not a brilliant restaurant, but it's 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 good to go. Uh, Broussard's, they have a beautiful courtyard there. Uh, Brennan's on Royal Street. Uh, they in the old days they didn't do any outdoor dining at all. You could have a drink out there, but you couldn't eat out there. But now that has changed, and you can eat there. Problem is, you're not going to find really anything until it starts warming up a little bit and the rain stops, too. So uh, that is that is a critical thing that uh, pulls that together. And then I, then I start running out. Um, we don't really have as many as we would like to think. Uh, Commander's Palace, they have really a beautiful... Uh, who? Who did you say? Bayona has a courtyard. Yeah, that's, that's a nice uh, little place there. Uh, and uh, so they're out there, but uh, they're not everywhere. One I like a lot okay. is on uh, the corner of Royal Street, and um, I think the cross street is St. Peter, uh, or it's near there anywhere. Anyway, and uh, that's a, uh, the name of it eludes me at the moment. It starts with the letter A, but I'll, I'll think about it, and I'll, if you can keep listening, I'll spurt it out. What? Arno's. No, Arno's is over on uh, the corner of, uh, yeah. Uh, and Arno's, they don't have a courtyard there, but it's it's a beautiful restaurant. Anyway, there's a there's a few. Okay, I appreciate it. Give me something yeah. to work with. Yeah, thanks. good. Well, there's always some work to be done too. <laughs> but thanks for calling. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and we'd love to talk with you. And if you have a suggestion for a place to dine outdoors that we haven't uh, gotten around to, give us a call and and share it with us. Uh, then there are some some restaurants that are you know kind of casual. Uh, the two women in my life, uh, the Marys, Marianne and, my, and who is my wife, and uh, Mary Lee, who is my daughter, uh, they love going to La Coretta on the North Shore. They eat in there just about every chance they get, especially my daughter. And uh, they always eat outside. They they had there's an area there with wide open tables and. Uh, To me, it's too hot. It's too noisy because they're right on the highway. They're right on US 190, and it's just millions of people, big trucks and everything going by. Why would you want to eat there? I don't know, but the girls love it, and so you got to go along with it, and and that's that. And no no remorse and no ill will either. (laughs) Why am I doing this? Why am I putting out uh, these provisos? 260-1870 260-1870 is our telephone number. We talk about anything having to do with the food scene around town. And uh, I would love to have you call, and I mean that sincerely and thoroughly. I would love for you to call right now. And if your thought is, well, I'm not going to call you right now because I don't, I haven't thought about it. I, what would I ask you? I don't know. You don't need to worry about that. Call me even if you don't have anything on your mind. 
and you will you and I will start up a conversation that it will be very natural and it'll be very enjoyable and at the end of it you'll say well that wasn't bad at all maybe I'll try talking to him another time in the meantime we'll talk to Sherry Sherry welcome to the food show hi how are you I'm the same old guy I like your little whistling and talking to yourself thing I do that do I do you hear me do that <laughs> Listen, um, okay, I got to ask you a whole bunch of questions about boudin. Go. Okay. What do I serve it with? Because it, 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 I mean, when you serve boudin, it's like, well, what do you serve it with? I mean, macaroni and cheese. I mean, I don't really understand a salad. I mean, no, I, I'm I, always I, trying to... Well, let me give you the classic answer to that. The, the proper way to eat boudin is one hand on the boudin and one hand on the wheel people drive it people are driving while they're eating it it's a snack you pick it up and you eat it and you can put it all kind of fancy stuff you can smoke it there's all kinds of things but for my money I go to the my favorite one is that the one at uh, the jazz festival every year. I go in there, I grab me a a, a link of Buddha, and I'm walking around eating it. And that and when I'm finished, I might have another one or maybe not. But that's it. Don't make yeah, it, yeah. you know. Don't okay. make it complicated. Okay. Well, because because um, they're just kind of their own thing. They're just sort of like a that's meal. It. I love Buddha. You know. And the other me question too. I have is. Um, when I make them, my husband gets them at convenience stores, and we there's this one that I don't even know where it is, but he said the outside is really snappy and crunchy. Okay, I can never get that effect. He says they have it in an electric skillet, and one of my friends said they always blow out. They always break. And I'm thinking, how does the convenience store get these snappy outside thing? I mean, I'm, so, okay. I want that. but They have two ways of doing it. The classic way would be to have like a uh, a slow cooker and you put it in there and you just keep yeah. them warm pretty much all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you don't have it at a real hot temperature to keep it from cooking a whole lot more. And then the other way of doing this is to microwave it. Just throw it in the microwave oven until it's warm enough all the way through. I will tell you, punch a few holes in the skin because if you don't, it might <laughs> blow up. And okay. other, other than that, what? That's good. Um, that's. I mean, they're so they're so delicious. Okay, one last question. I cannot okay. find a friend of mine wants boudin noir. I cannot find it boudin, if I look yeah. on the internet. You it's and always nobody in else. You and nobody else. It, boudin noir is boudin made with blood, and uh, the uh, USDA, you know, the federal uh, organization that keeps their eyes on on eating that is that's up to standards that won't kill you. Okay. And they just don't approve of this, of the of the uh, uh, the uh, blood uh, boudin, and okay. a lot of the a lot of the little butchers that make this in their own little butcher shops, they keep yeah. it a secret. They make it, but they they have it for their regular customers, and that's what you need oh, to know. Or you can to know. Go to, or you can go to Europe, and you'll find boudin <laughs> all over the place in Europe. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah. All right, just go ahead and do okay, that and get your ticket you. now. All right, okay, so, come on. It's the Fujo. <laughs> we will come back with more of it in a moment after first, please, this. We have returned to the Food Show, having a fun day today. This has been great. Owen is our first uh, visitor in this segment of the program. Owen? 
Yeah. Hi there. Uh, in 1944, yeah. the Moran sold Commander's Palace to the yeah. Brennans. Right. That's something like that. That sounds about right. After they sold the restaurant to Brennan's, did yeah. they open up La Cuisine on Harrison on the other side of Pontchartrain Boulevard? No, I don't remember that they were ever there. Uh, that's that's been uh, uh, that, that's had a whole bunch of uh, owners over the years. This is the one over in West Harrison, right? Called La Cuisine. That was uh, La Cuisine. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember that the uh, the well, Morans ever were involved. With, maybe they were. Tony Angelo owned. I understand. Tony Angelo owned the grounds that La Cuisine was on. Oh, and it could be. No, La Cuisine was uh, actually, uh, he owned it, uh, Tony Angelo did. He owned the, the building that that was in. I don't know. No. All right. All right. Uh, thanks uh, for the, uh, if, I, if you think of another uh, perspective on this, let me know. And here is Mark. Mark, welcome to the food show. Um, how are you today? I'm doing great. How about you? Oh, I'm on my way from Mandeville, and I'm and uh, I'm sort of embarrassed, but I'm sure many men can relate to this. Uh, whatever reason, we are celebrating a late Valentine's Day, and I have not made reservations yet. <laughs> May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> yeah, I Tom, I Where'd usually you... ask my. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to recommend a place for you that you might not know. Oh, well, I, I thought you might have been busting a rule by recommending someplace. That's what I was going to ask you. Oh, no. What what rule would that be? I, well, not to be partial, you know, not to say that well, you're I'm not. Well, I'm going to tell you exactly what I think. Oh, good. Dan, that's, that's your, my buddy, job. Your, your alumni buddy fraternity, I'm in the fraternity that you're in. Dan, I usually call Dan, but I think oh. I give you a <laughs> Well, that's close enough. Yeah, yeah. So I'm ready. What are you ready for? A recommendation. Oh, so you okay? You want a place to go? Have you have you ever gone to Impostado Cellars? Ooh, I've heard. Well, of course, everybody heard Impostado. It, it's in yeah. It's in Madisonville. It is the same Impostado family that is Sal and Judy's. That's your brother, you know. And then uh, uh, Joe Impostado in Metairie, and Joe uh, Joe's wife. And his daughter run Impostado Cellars. It's in Madisonville on on the Ooh, main highway. Oh wow! And it's a great looking place. They have these wonderful tables that are out on what is sort of like a big balcony. Uh, but if you're gonna go there, reservation absolutely essential because they're very busy. Uh -oh. and they, they, but they do a great job. They have the same kind of five course special menu for about thirty five bucks for five courses. Wow. It's a, it's really a nice place, and the service is terrific, and uh, they're nice, nice people. Well, maybe I, I didn't give you clearly. I'm coming from Mandeville. I live uptown. Yeah. That's yeah. another embarrassment. So could you give me something uptown? Okay. Um, you want something different. I, yeah. You know where I would go? Uh, there's a place called Vion. It's and it's a funny. It, it, it's on. Oh, let me tell you where it is, and that's the easiest way to do it. It's V Y 
O-O-N-E apostrophe S-V-N's is the name oh. of it. And, the, and it's two women, uh, they're partners in the business, and uh, Vion is one of them, and the other one is, oh, gosh, I can't remember her first name. Uh, anyway, uh, the two of them w- run a really classy, nice restaurant. It's c- mostly uh-huh. French food, but a lot of New Orleans food. There's nothing, uh, you know, overstated or anything uh, like it. I like it a lot. It's in uh, 412 Gerard Street. It's right off Chapatulis. Uh, really easy to get to. There's lots of parking around there. And Good. the um, And uh, let's see, what else? I would make a reservation there, too. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. I thank you because it sounds like I'm going to really get to impress my wife thinking I know of a place like that. Well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Tom. Yeah, I see you later. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We will return with more of the Food Show after First Please This. Welcome back. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and here we are talking about food, restaurants, cooking, wine, all of that. Let's see. Paul, I think, is next. Paul, welcome to the Food Show. Paul, are you there? Papa? Papa. Oh, well, that's Papa. different. But... Yes, indeed. Uncle Tom, how y'all are? Same old guy. Doing... There you go. All right, for what it's worth, uh, uh, I like I like the deck at Landry's to the eat outside. at Landry's? Yeah, you know where Landry's is? Yeah. Over uh, West place... End? Right on the rest, yeah, it was, uh, right on the... Uh, the on uh, the canal. On the canal, right. The, yeah, uh, the yeah, new, that, that, the new that's basin pretty canal. nice. Yeah, that and is the, nice. the other, y'all were talking a while back, and I missed you, but uh, you are talking about the happy Italian. Yeah. And well, uh, I'm, I'm going tonight, but I don't think I have ever been there when I didn't order off of the daily menu. I mean... He's got That's so much stuff on it. It's so good. Just want to pass that by. Yeah, Happy as Italian, you, uh, as and then the special menu. I, as I, I have a feeling, uh, I think you've been there enough times that you you know what's going on there. But the, the the interesting thing about the special menu is that before he opened up that restaurant, he was working in the wholesale fish business for a long time, and he knew where the good fish could be found. And if you go there, and a lot of his uh, specials are indeed uh, seafood, and uh, that's the way to go. But he does all kinds of good fish in there. Uh, that that place has really surprised me with the quality of the food they have. They are right there on the on the nose all the time. So, excellent. Apparently, you agree. All right. Well, uh, let's see. You know, let's see if we can catch one more person before this news time here. Uh, Daryl, I think, is next. Daryl. Hey, Tom. Hi there. Welcome. How you doing today, Tom? I'm doing great. It's uh, creeping up on the news, though, so uh, let's roll. Well, you know, you talked about boudin, about what to yeah. eat with boudin. Yeah. I love boudin. And one thing Me I found too. is, in fact, the last two mornings I ate with boudin, I had boudin, I ate it, was uh, sunny side up eggs, eggs and boudin. Perfect. I love it. Great idea. Oh, I know of a couple of restaurants that do that. There's the, uh, this place called the... Fat Spoon. They have a couple yeah. of locations in uh, on the North Shore, but uh, that's exactly what it is. It's it's pretty uh, yeah. good. And you had mentioned too about you know, somebody talking about how to crisp up the skin. I actually take it and then put it on the top shelf of my grill and That'll put it on work. the grill. Absolutely. Oh my, that's perfect. That's absolutely yep. perfect. And so that I just had to call about that. 
Finna, we I, I make a run every about once a year to uh, my dad lives in was my dad was from Crock Springs, Louisiana. Ah, and, uh, yeah, Crock Springs. It was, That's what everybody I, calls it. I'm not making a lewd joke here. All right, we've uh, we've run out of news, uh, and and uh, well, we have plenty of news coming up, but we're out of time. But we have another whole hour of the program that follows the news from CBS, so stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.